0: you are locked on browns your daily podcast covering the cleveland browns part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day hello everybody for what will be your tuesday episode of the show um obviously we talked about a crazy day yesterday um i think with the way all the events broke yesterday i think we would have hoped to maybe have had a similar show here today um But sadly not, we'll get into some things here. Your host, Jeff Floyd at Jeff Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd at Locked On Browns. DMs are open. Follow back account, guys. You know the drill over there. Uh, Sitting down from from Sports Illustrated with Pete Smith at underscore Pete Smith. Um, We heard from Coach Stefanski earlier today. It actually turns out he was one of the ones who drew the false positive COVID test. Um, I guess they have housing in place for the coaches because – Coach Stefanski went to a condo close to the complex. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess, you know, as much as he was nervous, you know, of course, coach has got three young kids. Then gets word that, you know, everything's okay a few hours later. And then just, you know, but of course he had to be retested to put together a double negative. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> obviously, he was unable for practice yesterday. Himself, Joe Woods was, you know, in in fact, the head coach yesterday for the Browns. Um, then we get to today. Um, Grant Elpit leaves early. Greedy Williams leaves early. Solomon Ajayi, another victim of the heat. MJ Stewart spends the rest of the practice you know, with ice around his hamstring. But the Grand Talbot news, it doesn't look good. Uh, headed for an MRI after what they believe is an Achilles tendon tear and a non-contact drill. Um, Pete, for me, I think the MRI is just confirming it because I, I always thought, and any time I was around it, it was kind of easy to know if somebody ruptured their Achilles because you kind of take a figure put it where the Achilles tendon should be. And if there's nothing there, it usually spells that sadly somebody ruptured their Achilles.
1: Uh, probably I I don't really know what the alternative is. You know, usually it's one of those, I mean, unless it's
0: slight major, but either way you got to have surgery and have it fixed.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it it could be, you know, slightly torn as opposed to, you know, full on rupture, but either way, um, it likely recovered likely requires surgery and a significant recovery. So it's just, you know, it just sucks. Uh, it's a soft tissue injury. It's, you know, it's one of those things you don't want to see happen. Um, you know, he's a rookie and he has a, you know, had an opportunity to come in and play early. He was going to be on the field. It was just a question of how much uh, and how quickly he could take over that started free safety position. I mean, this is the first major loss you know assuming it's confirmed uh for the browns on the on the injury front and sort of puts into perspective how quickly you know you, you team can go from you know feeling like you're you're good and you're 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 you know talented and 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 you're you you're loaded for bear and you know how you know shallow the the roster can become and obviously uh it's not for nearly the length of time, but that's sort of what's already been exposed by JC Treader's injury. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it just sucks.
0: Uh, The kid is, and he's spoken on this, obviously they're putting a lot on his plate. You know, they're, they were teaching him, you know, essentially both safety positions. And as we talked about, you know, probably this big nickel was going to be, you know, part, you know, of what was going to be, you know, Grant Talbot's role here as a rookie, uh, you know, He's he's looked fantastic to this point. Um, you know, smooth transition, and then you have something like this just happen. Uh, you know, in a non-contact drill, it's it's brutal. Um, you know, and everybody with you know everybody already ready to start the, you know, the rain and you know the you know 2020s over. I mean, keep in mind, you know, you beat the living daylights out of the Baltimore Ravens last year without either of your starting cornerbacks. Um, the question is, is you know, what do you do now? I mean, it's it was not. It's not a deep, deep safety room, uh, which was evident by signing a Carl Joseph. And obviously, Carl Joseph, they have their own worries about him as it is, with him you know practicing every other day. Andrew Sandejo, great role player, great leader. He, he's somebody that's going to help keep everybody lined up in the right spots. But he, he's never been a star, and that's certainly okay. Um, you're going to go back down to Sheldrick Red Wine, who probably maybe has a little bit of a fractured ego. You know, watching you know after he started, I guess it was six six games last year watching this team go out in the offseason, sign two safeties, draft another. And, hey, Sheldrick, we've always loved you, man. You're a guy. Don't worry about it. But after that, I mean, the pickings are slim. So, I mean, we got to talk, Pete, a little bit here about what you do with red wine in this scenario. Um, Carl Joseph, we're eventually going to have to get some practice with some pads on here to at least see what he's got. I mean, the guy obviously has a resume in this league. I understand they're being cautious, but he's got to be ready to go for week one. And then there's the possibility, Pete, I mean, we talked about the cornerback room being deep, and obviously they have their own injuries over there. Is there somebody there maybe that you can maybe say, hey, you know, look, there may not have been a spot for you on this roster as a cornerback, but maybe we got a room for you somewhere here within this secondary.
1: Well, I mean, they're fine with what they have. Sheldrick One can play free or he can play the slot. Uh, I would guess that it's more likely that when they go to a – Three safety set that Sendejo will uh, will go down to the slot and and uh, Red One will play the free. Uh, but you know those are pretty interchangeable in terms of what those guys have done experience wise. Uh, and if they need to, I mean, they have a guy on the roster who's already a tweener, and that's M J Stewart. And obviously, uh, he left practice today with with an injury, but he's always been a bigger corner. That could be a, a safety. Uh, He plays physical, like a safety. He's got some cover skills like a corner. So, I mean, he's a really natural transition to move inside and play that spot. Um, Obviously, you know, he's not a safety, but you have a guy like Terrence Mitchell on this roster who can, can play multiple spots. Um, You know, the, the Browns, are okay so long as they don't have another safety injury, but that's sort of the question because they had to sort of spare uh, free safeties, you know, with the, with the plan of, you know, running three. So it becomes more important to have more. I mean, they have a bigger question mark at, you know, strong after Joseph than anything. And again, in, in, um, in terms of, you know, their ability to sort of have guys play different spots, it's not a huge deal. But at least for the moment, they're okay. The problem is what happens when the next guy goes down. And they don't really have an answer at that point. So you're already, you know, you're already at the limit.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're kind of getting dry early. And, you know, look, I mean, you know, they had four decent ones on the roster, which is, you know, fantastic. Uh, you know, a lot of people would love to have that, you know, situation. But now now you're looking to hopefully go the next you know, 18 to 24 weeks with only three. We're going to get to, you know, my suggestion here in a second. They did bring up during practice today, you know, maybe taking one of these guys, finding a way to be teachers some free safety reps, maybe, you know, a Donovan Alumbo who's got the ridiculous length. I, I mean, I'm not sure about that. And it keeps standing out to me, Pete, because with MJ Stewart staying on the field today, you know, with the leg wrapped, he, he stood next to the defensive back coach. So obviously trying to soak it, soak up everything, and he is, he, he he's pretty put together. He is, he's a really, really thick cornerback, granted under six feet tall, but it could be something where, you know, they have to, you know, if MJ Stewart keeps playing like he is, Kevin Johnson comes back. Ideally, you're going to want to find a way to play the two of them. So that might be a way you can offset, you know, with the acquisition of MJ Stewart and Kevin Johnson continuously to play strong. We're going to get some more here on your Tuesday, locked on Browns, Pete Smith, joining me along for the ride. You've counted on restaurants now. They're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they are still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you are craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-to's, or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and you enter the promo code. Locked on. All caps, no space. That's $5 off your and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter the promo code locked on. Don't forget, that's the promo code locked on for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Go to rockauto.com. They offer the lowest prices possible rather than charging rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, similar to like the airlines do. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or an account log in. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
1: Now, Pete, last season
0: with the Tennessee Titans, and this is still a head scratcher, and usually when we're this late in the season and there's a quality free agent who's 22 years old, hasn't been signed yet, why is he still available? It's usually because of length of contracts, money of contract, but if you're looking to get somebody to replace, hopefully maybe what you were going to get out of Grant Hill, but last year, Logan Ryan had 113 tackles, had four and a half sacks, had four interceptions, and was part of the group of the Tennessee Titans that essentially turned the lights out on the Tom Brady and New England Patriots dynasty. It seems like a fit, Pete. The question is, do you know the Browns want to go tinkering with the cap? Because obviously these plans are set in stone, so to speak. And, you know, they have plans for, you know, the cap in the future here, but if they feel it's that big of a need, there's somebody that can come in and help them.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're worried about using the cap for things they need. I mean, certainly they, they put themselves in a position where they have a lot of flexibility, but like they got $3 million back or three and $3.75 million back from, you know, Andrew Billings, they've gotten some money back from, things they've got like you know close to 40 million in cap room they, they, they they're they obviously going to roll over whatever's left but if they need something and they they want something they're not going to hesitate i don't know that logan ryan is that thing he's another corner uh you know the, the zone corner maybe he could transition to a free safety type role in what the browns are doing i mean certainly being a corner he obviously has some coverage skills and if they like his physicality he can potentially man that free safety spot. I just don't know that there's, you know, I, I don't know that they're thinking they need a starter there. Uh, again, they, they signed to <coughs> play. They've got Sheldon Redwine, who played reasonably well down the stretch last year and has obviously been competing this year. So unless they're so down on like a Redwine that they feel like they need to, to go out and get, you know, a lot of help, um, I don't really anticipate that getting Logan Ryan. Now, having said that, you know, with a lot of things with the Browns, so much of it is like when it takes time uh, and people are impatient. It's usually because the Browns have set their price, and the free agent either you know decides to drop down and accept the offer, or they don't, and that's happened on a number of occasions with the Browns. Uh, and I, I, I wouldn't expect them to go chasing after a Logan Ryan.
0: It's, it's an aim. It's
1: certainly, you know, a, a
0: possibility, um, you know, and this is a lot of what he did as far as, you know, what he played last year with Tennessee. I wrote a piece um, last week for pro football network. So obviously I watched a lot of t- uh, Titan secondary from 2019. It's, you know, a, a lot of it around the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, he, he certainly would be a useful player against the Baltimore Ravens of the world. I guess it's, you know, would depend on you know, what they think of you know, Sheldrick Woodward in, in that aspect Um, But then, you know, the other ones here now, you know, Greedy Williams going down. uh, And look, Pete, they have to find a way. You can't avoid physicality in practice. You've got to be ready to go for the Ravens. Um, And I understand, you look, some of these guys, you know, there's been almost zero contact. Look, you can't simulate this while you're working out and things of that nature. Um, But, you know, the numbers are getting, you know, numbers are dwindling up here, so to speak, a little bit here. Um, And, you know, we keep saying, hey, it's great. They're deep at cornerback. Um, but then you you go through what you've gone through here the last couple of days where, you know, Terrence Mitchell didn't practice today. Obviously, Greedy left. Kevin Johnson out. And then it just goes to show even if you think you have a lot of depth, all of a sudden now you have Tavier Thomas, who we've barely seen take cornerback reps today, taking first team reps. Um, you know, and it was just weird because, you know, you're looking at Miles Garrett. You're looking at B.J. Goodson. And then you're seeing, you know, the Donnie Lewis's of the world, the A.J. Green's of the world. And, you know, the Thomas's. Thomases, um, you know, you can never, I mean, yeah, you may think you're deep, but, you know, with a 53-man roster, there's only so much depth you can actually have.
1: Well, I mean, when it comes to injuries, it depends how they're getting the injury. What, what are the injuries? Like, you know, are they actually as a result of something they're doing, you know, with contact? Are they, you know, non-contact, like the case of Grant Delpit? I mean, it, you know, adjusting your practice routine based on, what you're uh, incurring injury wise is not unrealistic or you, you have to do what you have to do, but you know, is it because they're, you know, getting hurt through contact or is it other things and, and you know, how much of it is bad luck, how much it is potentially things you're doing that you should be avoiding or those type of things. So it's, you know, without knowing, the exact nature of when guys are getting hurt, it's difficult to understand, difficult to sort of really project what they should do. But this is sort of the issue that you run into with a, you know, this, this unique off season where you're suddenly in an abridged training camp. You have to get your guys ready to play week one. uh, But at the same time, you can't kill them to get there. So, that becomes a delicate balance and and you may have to pull off here at the uh in the moment because you're running out of dbs but you know you can't go out there and just go get drilled by the ravens because you were so cautious about injury that you just get destroyed and potentially injured in the process because the baltimore ravens are going full speed and you weren't ready for them And for anybody who didn't see it
0: today, um, if you saw the drill where they were tackling with the pad, they had two stations of that. Obviously the cameras were only on one. So we didn't see, um, you know, Greedy's injury. And, you know, for the offensive players, you're supposed to run on an angle, kind of dip your shoulder here and give a look. Um, If you saw, there were some guys who were going a little harder. Kareem Hunt. Um, Nick Chubb, he was Chubb taking blows. And Kareem Hunt, he was kind of tilted in with the shoulder. And it's not getting an easy one on me. Um, But, you know, for Greedy and, you know, that was one of the you know, worries coming out of college, but that was actually, you know, with his game last year as a rookie, that was one of the concerns we didn't have was his tackling. Um, and look guys, there's still, you know, almost, you know, between 19 and 20 days till you play the Ravens. Um, so, you know, a lot of these things other than maybe Mac Wilson and sadly, maybe now Grant Delpit, a lot of these things, yeah, hopefully, you know, at least they can get out, you know, get some practices in and still be ready to go to week one. Um, but, you know, it's it certainly doesn't help um you know practice has been switched tomorrow to 10:55 part of that's because of weather um part of it might also be because of heat if you've now had two players leave the field you know due to heat um and i think part of the things that i was talking to somebody somebody said is they got to be concerned with um you know temperatures um, you know, if somebody's body's getting way too warm, they got to maybe that's kind of the reason why they've been sending Donovan peoples Jones in or Salomon because you got to be careful with that stuff, obviously, with coronavirus and all this stuff, as far as you know, and testing and you know, guys giving off symptoms. So that may have something to do with it as well. But for everybody who's been enjoying it so far, tomorrow, uh, 10 ten fifty-five is the kickoff for practices. Uh, I got one more segment we'll get, uh, we'll get to here. Um, uh, somebody getting released from the Dolphins. I think the Browns might want to have some interest in it, but it's a little tricky how it works with rookies. We'll get to all that here in a second. Um, If you're like me and everybody else, a lot of us have been trapped home for a long, long time. So it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or you're a stay-at-home parent or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBD MD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeezable tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need when it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else, CBD MD has to offer. They are offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL, all caps, spaces in between. Once again, that is CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Yeah, that's easy. Not so easy to say that many times in a row, but appreciate the folks over at CBDMD. Pete, now it's interesting with rookies. Now, the Miami Dolphins, and now this is a player I know we discussed, and we discussed during last year's college offseason, Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver uh, had 34 sacks in three years at Boise State. Um, Didn't test at the Combine, so he was another one where we didn't get, you know, official numbers on. Jumped well. Um, A little bit of an odd frame as he's a little bit uh, 6'2 and change. Carries, you know, 260 pounds. More probably built in the Olivier Vernon mold. Um, he injured a toe Saturday, the Dolphins, you know, I, my guess is the Dolphins are hoping just to reattain him and put him on injured reserve, but you know, and this won't happen with Grant Delpit cause you're not going to risk putting a a second round pick through the waiver wire process. But Curtis Weaver was a player who produced a ton in college, um, an incomplete athletic profile, but what you had from him as far as an athletic profile was solid um, now, but I mean, part of this is also going to be, you know, the Browns are only going to roll with probably 79 players for the rest of the summer as it is Gate, uh, going after a player like this, most likely you're going with only 78 players on the roster with the injuries. They are Curtis Weaver was a guy we kind of like Pete and here's an interesting shot to get him. I mean, I know there's people that say, you know, you know, franchises don't do this to each other, you know, it's and it's, and it's been done and obviously, you know, shockingly enough, Bill Parcells is, I mean, Bill Belichick did it to the Giants. So you know, surprise, surprise, as you know, to who broke the unwritten rules, but you know, maybe, you know, if we learned anything from the San Diego Padres, maybe it's time for the unwritten rules to just you know go somewhere, crawl up, and die.
1: Well, I mean, I'm always game to cut Chad Thomas, so if you want to give this guy a look, that's always an option. Uh, you know, the question with 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 uh, Curse Weaver is you know, his athleticism. He's weirdly flexible and, and has quickness, but he's slow. Uh he's got decent size for what the Browns want to do. Uh I don't know. I mean it's 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 tough. But again, I, I know one player who's terrible. So if I if the goal is to just stay, let's move on and, and give this other thing a shot, I'm game for it. I, I, I'm still a believer in Port Augustine, I, I think he's your fourth best edge, but if you want to bring in some more competition and take a look and see what you have, uh, you can do that. And if all this fails, it doesn't work and you cut him and the Dolphins could potentially get him back anyway. But um, I don't have any problem with, with taking a look at these guys, especially when you're trying to, you know, get better edge depth or, or depth at any position and, and you know – if it doesn't work, you can always run him into the ground in terms of reps, uh, and, and you know save a guy uh, for that given day. So you're you're avoiding some wear and tear on someone else. So there there's some options. I could you know I don't care about unwritten rules. If you wave a guy and he's available and I want him, I'm gonna grab him. And we'll see if the Browns are interested. Uh, I my guess is they won't be, but. Again, I'm, I'm always game to to wave Chad Thomas and move on.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, if, if you're the Dolphins and, you know, look, your roster ain't there yet. If you think you're okay to try to do something slick here and, you know, go ahead and cut a fifth-round pick, then you get what you got coming to you. Um, I mean, maybe it doesn't really matter anyway. I mean, they signed Kyle Vandoy. They signed Shaq Lawson. Uh, they signed our good old friend, Emmanuel Agba. These are all guys they have kind of in their 3-4 um, and then 4-3 in nickel and base edge rotation. So, you know, maybe to them it isn't the end of the world. But, I mean, you know, if if it's unwritten rules or whatever, it's something you're not supposed to do. It's a faux pas. I don't give a crap. You think the player is good. Um, You know, then that's your fault for, you know, releasing him. So, blah. Um, Pete, how many running backs do you think are actually going to make this final 53? Because if it comes down to a spot where it's between Hilliard and to Ernest Johnson, you've got a strange, strange dynamic. Dontrell Hilliard, we know he can offer a little bit more in the passing game. But the Ernest Johnson, actually looks good in this, you know, wide zone concept that they're running. His jump cut ability looks good. He looks in, you know, I hate, you know, best shape of his life. Looks like he's probably in better shape than he was last year. He looks really good tote in the rock. Dartsrell could do the receiving aspect of it, but you may be caught in a numbers game where you can only have one of them.
1: Well, I, ex- I expect they're going to carry three halfbacks and uh, Andy Janovich. So that gives you four, because I assume they're going to carry at least four tight ends uh and and if you do that that's 8 of about 20 uh 25 you're going to keep on offense um if you carry five receivers maybe you can you can save some space there if you if you don't carry three quarterbacks you can save some space there but i i don't i don't anticipate them keeping a fourth halfback and i don't see any reason why they would they could easily you know get somebody to the practice squad. It may end up being Benny LeMay, but I, I think
0: good the ball too a little bit too.
1: And I well, mean, he's, a little, he's a little bull in the ball. Playing. Uh but but uh I, I'm not concerned about that. I mean Dearness Johnson has I think a better chance to make the team than Don uh Hilliard does entirely because of special teams um he you know he, he's he been on a lot of them uh I think I think he has some value from that standpoint but Hilliard is just better uh in in my mind with the ball in his hands I think uh Darius Johnson is certainly holding his own in this camp I think he's done a lot of things well I think he does catch the ball well I think he is a pretty good runner but I have seen some Hilliard runs where he looks like he's he's seeing the whole well and, and some other things I don't I, I don't think the difference between them is that significant. Um, I, I think it's you know basically six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, but uh, that's all the more reason I don't think they feel compelled to keep them. So you know, if you keep one, you let the other go, and somebody else grabs them. You get Benny LeMay potentially on the practice squad, or or someone else. There's never a shortage of running backs that can that can come and help you. And and you know you, you can really. Uh, focus that on just zone backs, and I think those are probably easier to find. But you know, Andy Janovich is going to make this team. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to make this team. That's already three running backs. You're you're not going to keep five.
0: Yeah, and it, well, it's kind of interesting though because uh, you know as you're talking um, y- about this, and you you know, you mentioned Porter Gustafson, and uh, you met her, you mentioned um, Darnish Johnson, you mentioned Benny Lemay. These are guys that were getting singled out and worked extra with in special teams and this was also going on for some of these guys after practice, these same guys were mentioning, they're not playing any games. They're not playing any exhibition games. So if Prefer is taking the time out with these specific guys, that's probably telling you something you need to know. It's probably telling you that there's a good chance they're going to be playing some special teams come week one against Baltimore. He's not working, you know, he's not looking at the 75th guy on the roster, the 80th guy on the roster, and going to spend extra time with him as far as what his assignment is, you know where he's lined up on the punt team, if it's a guy that's never going to be here. So you, this is some things you guys might want to look for. If these coaches are putting some extra time in, it's, it's with a focus of week one. It's not with a focus of, you know, I want you to look good on special teams. Maybe we'll get you an opportunity to get you the ball. There are no preseason games. So if these guys are getting the extra time, Porter Gustin, he's on this team. That's over. The question would be if somehow Chad Thomas, you know, can slip somebody a $100 bill or, you know, drop a slick beat to keep himself around. Porter Gustin is here. That's not a question. But Pete, pretty much through two weeks now, um, any Browns thought you got? You haven't gotten off your chest yet?
1: Uh, let's see. I mean, I, I think I've, I think my biggest sort of, "Quote unquote," take is that the starting linebackers are going to be Phillips and BJ Goodson. Um, I think.
0: Let me let me ask you this one: Case Keenum. Well, you didn't see today yet. Case Keenum, Garrett Gilbert. Who's actually looked better throwing the ball?
1: Um, the ball comes out of Ke- uh, Garrett Gilbert's hand better, but Case Keenum's. You know is better running this offense. Uh, Garrett Gilbert does. I'm just saying it makes for an odd conundrum because Keenum's not going anywhere,
0: obviously regardless, but, uh, I think, you know, overall probably Garrett Gilbert's probably looked better this far. Okay. Uh,
1: maybe. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Um,
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, look, yeah. I, 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 think,
1: I think MJ Stewart's, um, <laughs> is, I think MJ Stewart, unless, you know, it turns out he's got a significant injury is, is likely to make this team. Um, again that, uh, yeah, that may have
0: turned out to be a really nice find
1: well again the browns defense just you know the Tampa the tampa bay buccaneers released him basically saying well he's a tweener well for the browns that position calls for a tweener so it's sort of you know it, it could be a really nice fit and obviously with kevin johnson out for the time being they need somebody and maybe they 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 put a terrence mitchell in there but mj stewart just allows them to do a few different things because he is such a physical corner that can tackle that he can allow them to sort of look bigger without actually being bigger. So I think that is, uh, you know, I think that's a likelihood. I, and I, again, I, I think Porter Gustin's going to make this team. I think he's the fourth best edge. I think they like what they have. I think, you know, they would have liked to get a guy like Vinnie Curry on this roster, but I think the, that unless that type of player is out there they're more than happy to keep uh gustin he costs nothing um he fits what they want to do he's young he's got upside i mean the only real caveat with him is is he going to stay healthy so you know for the most part and maybe there's something weird where the browns keep like you know like 11 offensive linemen because they feel like they've got to trade i don't think that's Likely, I mean, that's what happened last year where they kept a bunch of weird numbers for things and they made some trades and and grabbed some guys off waivers and stuff. I don't really anticipate that happening this year. I think they're more uh, satisfied with with their roster. And, and obviously, you know, you, you don't have preseason games where you can easily scout guys. You're basically going off your evaluation from before the season, whether it's veterans or guys who are in college. So I think there's going to be less movement from that standpoint and i think it'll probably be easier to get guys on the practice practice squad as a result
0: yeah and this is not a year where you're going you know you're talking well i mean normally years past it's 90 getting down to 53 or this year it's 80 getting down to 53 um with the roster that's the way it's currently constructed and what's on the you're talking maybe sixty to fifty three. you maybe chiseling off seven you can find 20 to get rid of easily. um and I think you know Gustin, it might also be they didn't know you know obviously they didn't know much and obviously they didn't have much time around him and you know now that they're actually getting to work with him and he's putting together you know quality practice after quality practice and and some solid reps and you know with her, him you know getting extra time today working with the special teams coach, uh, you know that shows you he's there's a role here for him and you know he's certainly going to find his way on to you know the final. 53 we'll end this here. um your tuesday edition obviously you know no finalization yet we're still waiting word you know maybe we'll get that sometime tomorrow um but you know sadly it looks like you know browns may be without the services of their second round selection in lsu safety grant delpit and you know it, it's a blow it certainly is there's there's no way around it a lot was going to be expected of grant delpit and as pete said last evening um grant delpit was most likely going to be the best safety on this roster in 2020 so it's something to overcome Obviously, with Mac Wilson here, um, obviously we're going to hope for some days of health here in the next few weeks. Uh, Hopefully, we'll start getting some people back on the field as opposed to getting this long ass list of the players that are not on the field. He is Pete Smith. Check everything out at Brown's Digest on si.com. Um, follow at underscore Pete Smith underscore. I myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The Twitter account for the show, at LockedOnBrowns, all lowercase, a follow-back account. As you guys all know, DMs are open. Ideas for the shows, question for the shows. I actually got uh, a DM today where somebody's uh, twin nephews actually scrimmaged against uh, Pete's high school team last week. Uh, the, my, his, Streetsboro Rockets. Um, so everything open over there. Uh, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.